Welcome to the Directors Club podcast, exclusively for child care center owners and directors. I'm Noelle Dentino, ex-corporate girl turned child care center owner with my sister, Sarah. We established Scribble Time as a leader in our community for the past 18 years. And as owners of a 114 student center, we have tried and tested all the systems necessary for a high quality early education center. And through this podcast, we aim to share our expertise and best practices with fellow child care center owners and directors. Together, we'll explore practical tips and tools to boost enrollment, hire exceptional teachers, and manage your center proficiently. Whether you're new to the field or a seasoned professional, I'm here to support you in achieving your objectives. So let's unlock the full potential of your child care center. Hey there, it's Noelle from the Directors Club. And today I'm here to talk to you about managing your wait list. And this is a critical piece to anything that you do because it can support you when someone leaves, right? Or if you are in a position right now where you're struggling to find teachers and you can't open up all your classrooms, this is going to be a great episode to help you. It's also an ep- a great episode because we just came off of a three series money series, right? Podcast. If you didn't hear that, go back and listen to it. But You want to always position yourself to fill every spot as much as you can throughout the year. So when someone gives you a notice, you want to go back to your wait list, offer a spot that they have time to come to you to give notice at wherever they're at, and then you don't miss a beat. Every day that spot's full. They come right when that other family is leaving. Managing this child care center's wait list can be challenging for some directors, but it is an essential part of running your center. And when a center has a wait list, it indicates there is, again, high demand for your program. And it's important for directors to handle this demand efficiently. I'm going to discuss some tips and strategies for your center to effectively manage their wait list. And when we follow these tips, you can ensure that your wait list remains organized, families remain engaged and informed, and vacancies can be filled quickly and efficiently. And that's what's really important for your bottom line. One of the benefits of effective waitlist management is that it can build a positive reputation for the center within the community. When families have a positive experience with a center, they're more likely to recommend it to others, which can increase enrollment and revenue for your center. Effective waitlist management can help directors prioritize families based on their needs. For example, if a family requires full time care, the director Effective waitlist management can help directors save time and resources when filling vacancies. By maintaining an organized and up-to-date waitlist, directors can quickly identify and contact families when a spot becomes available without having to go through an extensive marketing or advertising process. Waitlist management is also an essential part of running your child care center. And when we follow the tips and strategies discussed in this podcast, you're going to be able to keep families engaged and informed, prioritize the needs based on what openings you have, and fill spots quickly and efficiently. You may have a waitlist of families who are interested in enrolling their children in your program and you don't have room yet. Or you need to open up a classroom when you find teachers and you want to open up that quick because you're going to have that expense of having the new teacher on board and you're going to want to get that classroom opened up quickly. 
Here are some tips for helping you to manage your wait list. I have six of them that we're going to go through. Number one is keep a record of all families interested in the program. It's important to keep track of them. Anyone who has expressed any interest, including their contact information, their ages of the children, and when they think they want to start, and maybe what schedule they're looking for. We keep all of this in a binder in the office. And we do it by age group. If you have a baby that you want to bring to our center in September, we're going to write Noel wants to come in September with three days a week. And the baby's going to be born on this date. We try and get the birthday because that's so important because as they age up, they could be on our wait list for a while. We have families that have been on our wait list for years. And by the time we call them and that they tried to get in an infant, they're not getting in until preschool. We just bump them up. We have a binder, and there's an infant tab, toddler tab, and a preschool tab. And every so many months, the director goes through and ages them up into the proper classroom and redoes this list. The first tip was do something, record it where you can find it. I know that some of you have software programs that might do this. Other people put this on a spreadsheet. You can handwrite it, whatever you want to do but find a way to organize it. Number two, be clear on the enrollment process. Make sure that the families on the list understand your process, including how the wait list works, and how they can stay informed about updates and changes. We tell our families that are on the list that they can call anytime, they can email us, and when a spot becomes available, we'll call them. That's really hard for some people, right? Because they're just like dying to know if they're going to get a spot in a certain time zone that they want. Maybe they really need something for the summer or they really need something for the school year. And so let them know that they can call you and make sure, because I've gone through this before, when someone from the wait list calls, don't be irritated. We have one mother that calls frequently and we just always be patient with her because, you know, she must be stressed trying to find care. The third thing is going to help with this, which is communicate to the wait list. And why would you do that? Many people that I talked to were like, oh, I don't talk to the wait list. I don't know what I would say to them. And I'm going to tell you a few things that you can say to them. But it's so important to keep in touch with these families because you already sold them on your center. They already know they want to be with you. And so you, this is like a marketing tool for you is to communicate with your wait list. Even if you don't have availability for their children yet, you need to communicate with them. You can send regular updates about your program, newsletters, or even invitations to events and activities. Like today when I'm recording this, it's a Saturday and we're having an art show. We invited the waitlist to it. We invited all the families coming in the fall to it and we invited past families just to let them know what's going on here so they can experience some of the events that we have. Here are four email ideas that you could send. You could just once a month rotate these four topics. Email number one, you're on the wait list and we'll let you know when you have an open spot. Until then, get to know us and send them a link to your website. You could send them to your About You page so that they get to know you a little bit better. Right out of the gate, they're on the wait list. And the next month, send them this list. I want you to also know that 
you can send this as a group to them if you blind copy them or if you have a like a CRM system. We have an email system and we can just target a list. And so everyone on my wait list, I have tagged in my email system that they're on the wait list. And so we don't send individual emails. We send group emails. This email is just, you're on the wait list. We'll let you know what spots are open. Until then, check out what's going on our website. The second email, the next month, you can say, you're on the wait list. We'll let you know when there's spots available. Until then, follow us on Facebook and see all the great things going on. Another email topic that you could send out is a list of your teacher's favorite books. You could share something about your teachers. And a fourth email is if you have any blogs on your website. Now, if you are in the Directors Club, you're getting blogs every month from us, and these are the blogs that you should be putting on your face on your website. And then you can use these with your parents, and you can email these to your waitlist. Find a way to add blogs to your website if you're not doing that already, and you can email them a blog. And so you see just like rotating all these different emails, website, following you on Facebook or Instagram. And even though if you rotated these, they're only going to be getting these every three times a year if you do the four. It's going to be fresh. You don't have to sit here and think about, oh, it's another month. I got to pick a new topic. Just rotate this, your website, your Facebook page, maybe something about your teachers and blogs. And those are things that would really just let them know that they're still on the list because that's really what it is. Continuing the relationship with them and sharing more about your center. All right. So we just went over number one, keep records of the family. Two, be clear about the enrollment process with the families and explain how it works. And three, communicate regularly, like maybe a monthly email to your wait list. <clears throat> All right, number four is keep your waitlist up to date. We just talked about this a few minutes ago about record keeping. Make sure that you regularly review and update your waitlist. And if people are asking to come off it, take them off of it. You can also, if you've added somebody, you don't want to send them an email that they have a spot and they're already with you. Find ways to make sure that the list is up to date and accurate. And it's really helpful if your list is just ongoing, which is excellent is that every couple of months or three months maybe, you're taking some time to sit through the wait list and bump the kids up to whatever classroom is gonna be next. And I didn't write this down, but another tip I want you to think about is that if someone says to you, oh, we, I only want two days a week or I only want three days a week, you could call them up if you only have one option. They may be flexible, you have no idea. I know sometimes we'll get someone on the wait list that wants a three-day spot and they want Monday, Tuesday, Friday. We don't do that. We do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And still call them up and ask them and say, you know what? Have a spot. It is three days like you needed, but it's not the three days you wanted because you never know if a grandparent is watching them or they're home that day. Maybe they can switch their schedule to make it work for the childcare. You never know. Don't be afraid to offer a spot even if it doesn't look like it matches, it may just match. And I said there were six things, but there's only five. So I'm sorry. Number five and the final tip is to use technology to manage your wait list. There, I know that there's many software packages available in some of these bigger platforms that you can buy to manage your paperwork and everything in 
childcare. So let them let that system help you manage your waitlist efficiently. Online forms like a waitlist management there, or like I told you, we just use a simple spreadsheet. So find ways to utilize the technology that you have to make it a little bit easier for you. And when we put these tips into place, you can not only keep families engaged and informed about your program, but also build strong relationships with them. Think about it. Some centers are just putting people on the wait list and then you never hear from them again. But imagine if you are emailing them once a month. Maintaining regular communication with a wait list, families help, it helps build trust and establishes that positive reputation for your child care center. Keeping waitlist families engaged and informed can also increase the likelihood that they do choose your center when a vacancy becomes available. Parents often looking for childcare programs that provide high-quality learning environments and attentive care for the kids and regular updates and communications help show that your center prioritizes those things. I also want you to know that when you have a wait list and someone's been on it for a while and they're at another center, they might fall in love with that other center. But if you're continuously doing that, engaging them, communicating them once a month and showing them what your priorities are and what things are going on at your center, think that they like, they really can consider coming to your center and will see that's what you're all about because you've been showing them. And efficiently manage Waitlist can also help you fill any vacancies as soon as they become available. This is especially important for childcare centers that have high demand and limited availability. And when a space becomes available, reaching out to the waitlist families who have expressed interest in the center can quickly fill that space without having to go through all the extra things. And also without you having an empty spot because... That costs you a lot of money. If you have time in between one family leaving and one family ending. And so just one tip on that is change your notice period. That's super helpful. Most centers do a two-week notice. Do a three-week notice at your center. Because when you do that, when a parent gives you their notice on week one, say they give it to you on Monday, that gives you that whole week to work on your wait list and find someone to fill the spot. Someone's going to say yes, and then they're going to have two weeks to put in their notice, which then probably will put them at the three-week or four-week mark, which puts you at not skipping a beat, getting an upfront deposit right away. And so think about that. Think about changing your notice period to three weeks to help you manage this wait list a little bit more effectively and to also really keep your revenue up. Effective weight weight management. (laughs) I'm not doing podcasts on that yet. Effective wait list management is essential for child care centers. It not only ensures that families are informed and engaged, but it also helps you fill vacancies quickly and efficiently. And this can lead to higher enrollment numbers, increased revenue, and a stronger reputation for your child care center. That's all on waitlist management. I hope you learned something. I hope your waitlist is nice and full. And if it isn't, this is a trick that's going to get it full. And if you need any support or help from me, let us know. All my contacts are in the show notes. And you can join my free 
Facebook group, Child Care Center Owners and Directors. I'm over there every day if you need anything. I hope you have a great day, and I hope that you build your winning list. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. At the end of every episode, I always feel grateful for the opportunity to connect with you. It's my passion to make your lives easier and help you achieve success in the field. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can find all the relevant links to my social media and other online resources in the show notes below. I encourage you to leave a comment or rate the show to let me know how I'm doing and what topics you would like to hear more about. I wish you a fantastic week and want you to know that I'm cheering you on every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and I can't wait to connect with you again on the next episode of The Director's Club.